Right, let's get. Anyway, w- welcome to Peas in the Pod episode eight, uh, part two of the gear episode. <laughs> Sorry, I'm really unsure about that. <laughs> <laughs> episode eight. <laughs> I always get confused. Like just that. waiting for someone to correct yeah. you or something. Yeah. <laughs> this is the last Jedi of <laughs> the Peas in the Pod, so we're gonna be subverting expectations for absolutely no reason otherwise, other than to shock <laughs> you <laughs> and to serve no purpose at all. Right, the last Jedi will become a classic just you wait. But then but then <laughs> but then we'll retcon absolutely everything in the next one. Yeah. Just like Rise of Skywalker. And yeah, expect the next episode to be absolute shite. Yeah. <laughs> expect it to be like a complete jumbled mess. Just skip the next one. Mm. Yeah. So anyway, so where we last uh, left off on the last one was me, Dylan and Eddie talked about our pedal boards. For ages, <laughs> um, but yeah, we'll we'll start with Casey's pedals then. Uh, and we, if you didn't listen to the last one, it's because Casey ain't got many pedals because his amp is so um, vital to his sound, isn't it? Um, yeah, yeah. I use. And because we're gonna talk about amp, our amps and guitars as well in this, so so yeah, kind of we'll made more sense, didn't it, for for me to yeah do the pedal part um, mm. here. I'm very excited to hear all this because yeah. I've always been a big fan of Casey's song. Well, thank you very much. It's very good. And I, I got recording. to use it before because um, uh, Casey's band, well, they're, they're, he's changing the name, but let's just call him North and Al because let's that's what you North and Al. At the time, um, I got to use his setup and whew, it was good. <laughs> when was that again? Um, Give me the, the time you played Pyramids with us. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. Last year, on it? Little oh, guest feature. Yeah, it was twenty twenty, wasn't it? Because was it I right think it before was early twenty twenty? Right yeah. before the yeah, about February yeah, or something. Yeah, like we that. don't want to talk about that. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. before the one big C, <laughs> the one who, uh, oh, I forgot. Never mind. <laughs> Forget that. Before cousin Corona came to visit. Anyway, right. yeah. yeah. Do you want to start with your pedals? Sir, from the start of your chain. Um, do I want to start with my pedals? I don't know. I think, I, yeah, okay, okay. Although it's for continuing... Yeah. Well, I'll tell you continuous. what, yeah, yeah, that's probably best. Continue, um, what's the word? Continue continuity. Continuity, yeah. 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 Uh, There's no continuity in this. <laughs> no. It's much, it's very much like episode eight. It's <laughs> all, all fucking over the place, Yeah. You think you know where it's going, but, oh, we've got to subvert it. Maybe I will just talk about my amp first. Maybe I'll just tell you all that I actually hate music and I've been trying. Maybe he'll tell you that he's got a Lan Six. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but seriously, start with the fucking pedal. So yeah. <laughs> you know what's weird, Nick? I barely hear you curse. Or like at least, like not as much as Ed. Well, yeah. So like when I hear you do it, I'm like, whoa. <laughs> it's strange. I thought I swore all the time. Yeah, but maybe it's the, just because you proper pronounced it compared oh, to like yeah. usual. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, we'll have to get some photos as well because mm. my pedals have some character, let's say. Well, they are yeah. fucking beat up as fuck. Um, <laughs> now, so my. The first pedal I go into is Wait, a no, rap pedal. No, I don't. Oh, and I will really? explain why. Oh, why. So I go straight yeah. into my rap pedal. And uh, that's because rap pedals, like, like the majority of pedals, are true bypass. Um, boss pedals, about 90% of boss pedals aren't, and they mm. use a buffer. Yeah. Um, so if you've got a, a boss tuner at the start of your chain, it's it's sucking out turn and then trying to replace it with that buffer. 
We're trying to like, boost it up. Yeah. Uh, actually, um, it's, it's not it's not bad to have a buffer at the start of a chain either. Well, no, not necessarily. But the, the but the, sometimes better to have a buffer at the end. It yeah, honestly, it kind of comes down to trying both and, yeah. and and seeing what you prefer. It it really does. yeah, yeah. De- definitely always try both. Yeah. Hmm. Um, and I never really had a, a problem with I. I Quite until quite recently, until like a few months ago, I did have my boss to you two um, mm. at the start I don't of my chain. Um, um, you know, because I have that tuner. The well, TU3. You have yeah, the TU3, yeah. yeah. Do you reckon I should swap my arm round? Or do you think for I me? I think exactly like yeah. I just said, try it. Um, yeah, trust your ears. See what you prefer. So, like, um, yeah. maybe I've, like, you know, my boss pet, um Not boss. Um, what do you call it? You know, the overdrive boss pedal I have. Uh-huh. Maybe have that Blood first. Just, just try it, mate. Honestly, yeah. and, I, and I see might, what you yeah. think. Cool. I mean, personally, I don't think I'll change mine because I've took a long while trying different, uh, you know, yeah. uh, signal flows. Yeah. yeah, and I think what I've got now, it's it, fine. Yeah. It's, it's like Ed, Eddie said. Like, yeah, it's, it's not, it. it's not a bad thing. It's, I think it's kind of just a case of preference. It's, mm. it's, yeah, it adds different color to your turn just depending where it is um, I think it's it's a, a, a extra important to bear in mind when you're using multiple boss pedals or just multiple pedals that aren't true bypass and you know maybe have buffers yeah. and stuff because yeah. then it's like it can it can start drastically affecting it you know if you if you start yeah. mixing up the, the order of pedals yeah. But, yeah. Um, which is why yeah to be fair so in my chain I only use four pedals uh two types of rat distortion and then my boss tuner and a boss eq7 and both both the boss ones are at the end of my chain for that reason um as well as the fact that the 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 boss eq pedal the ge7 is exactly that it's an eq pedal so i like to shape the 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 final turn after the distortion has been applied Mm. so yeah Hmm. very very simple setup um, because I'll get onto the amp effects afterwards but yeah so just straight into a regular it's a Proco Rat 2 um, I'm not sure like which model mine is but I know, I know it's a relatively more modern one because you can see the, the slanted case hmm. um, they only started slanting the cases on uh, the Rat 2 after they started producing the Turbo Rat because um, I think the turbo wrap was slightly from the start, and then just to make it a bit more uniform, they started. Maybe he's on production. Yeah, pro- probably. Yeah. Mm. Um, so yeah, um, I mean, if if you listen to to like no recordings, what you you typically hearing is just my rap pedal most of the time. Mm. Um, Aside from, sorry, of course, the uh, the effects from my amp, which I'll get into later, um, and then and then the turbo rat is more um, in studio. I I just kind of use it for overdubs a lot of the time, mm. um, just because it, it's got a slightly better top end. Yeah, uh, mm. like it's, it's literally just a wider filter. It's yeah. literally you know the same pedal just with a wider filter. Mm. Yeah, and. Uh, uh, I could basically go into the studio and, and just use that mm. and dial it in differently if nice. I really had to. But like yeah. um, in the live setup, um, until very, very recently, it's always been 
I've had both the rat and the turbo rat on on very quite heavy distortion settings really um and just use the turbo rat for basically a slight top boost and volume boost in ge- like general volume boost mm. um for it, like like solos and breakdown segments like that's essentially all it's been um like all that it's there for um it helps with like the certain parts at, at the end of a couple of songs where the outros have a lot of harmonics mm. and um yeah. it's just easier to catch the harmonics cleanly with with that top boost um i don't know like it, it the harmonics just ring out more you know mm. um so yeah it's, it's useful for that um but as I say, so more recently, um, I've been developing a bit of a different sound where, uh, with the addition to Tom in the band, um, when we've rehearsed as a, as a four-piece, um, I've, I've dialed my distortion back a lot on my rap pedal just because to, to sort of just allow more room in the mix um, for a second mm. guitar. Uh, I was just drowning him out, to be fair. Yeah. And then just using the... The turbo rack distortion for again the, the same breakdown segments or um yeah in, in combination with like different levels of, of of distortion or overdrive that, that that tom's doing you know it's it's something we've we've still been figuring out we're still uh yeah. trying to get like fine tuning that yeah, yeah trying yeah, to get that, that um like mix your sounds together in a perfect way yeah completely yeah. can i just but, say that? i love that i've only just noticed that Right, and then you put off the side. Yeah, this is what I, this is what I'm saying. We're going to have to get some photos because yeah. this pedal is legendary. I fucking I love this rap pedal so much. It's my my oldest pedal. I earned pedals before this one, but, um, but I'm guessing this is yeah. Like I've like sold those on and stuff like that. Hmm. Uh, but this one I, I, will, I will never get rid of. Like if, right. if this stops working beyond all repair, it's just going up just on stop the wall somewhere. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, Don't just get another yeah. rat pedal. Just yeah, just give up yeah. the dream. There, nah, that'd like. be a cool idea. But, um, having it on your wall. Yeah, mm-hmm. but um, yeah. So I love this rat pedal. Uh, I've had it like probably ten years or more now, mm. um, and it was like the first distortion sound I sort of fell in love with. You yeah. know, it was just it. It just works for me. The the wide filter on them, even like your your bog standard rap pedal, has quite a nice wide filter. Hmm. I, I would say anyway. Um, very simple distortion filter volume setup. Just the three, yeah, three knob um, setup. It's the, very um, very simple. Sorry, uh, what's the two things on the back? Literally, you're in and out. That's uh, literally thanks. it. And then the the rats do take. Uh, do you know that alternative? The nine volt input is like you know the yeah. alternative like the, yeah. the pin type rather than like yeah. the, uh, it's just a 3.5 yeah it is yeah, but like, it's weird but isn't it yeah it, they are they are well they're just more uncommon aren't they yeah um i always thought that they were like i think the, the more common in america so i always thought it was like the u.s standard and i didn't realize like pedals were produced here and in europe at all that, that use that but i think some of them do I didn't realise that until quite recently. Yeah. Because um, I'd never come across another pedal that did. I mean, yeah, the yeah. filter sweep but, um, on the Brat's interesting as well because it works in the opposite direction, doesn't it? Yeah, it's, ba- it's, basically, a, um, it's basically like a high-end pass. Mm. It, it, it's like the further uh, yeah. right you go... It's more bass. Yeah, it, it, it's cutting... And it gets yeah. quite, quite chunky, doesn't it? Yeah. I like yeah. it. Yeah. Um, 
I do, yeah, completely. So it's like I have it at uh, my my regular rat at about ooh, what would what would you call it? Like ten, eleven o'clock in terms of the filter because mm-hmm. that's it. It's just slightly edging more towards that the the treble top end. Um, so it's like yeah, whether I'm playing, you know, playing power chords or you know playing like r- playing out individual notes in in chords. It's just it'll ring out nicely, you know. It, it's mm. just it's got it's got enough top end there for enough clarity in whatever I'm playing, really. Um, mm. And then <laughs> the turbo right, I have the filter just com- basically I have the filter off, and it's just just complete yeah, top just... end, um, which is kind of so. Uh, and again, that adds more distortion. I have the distortion right up um, to about well, not all the way up, but about let's say three o'clock i mean it's hard to describe yeah, would, isn't it in terms of like the time things but yeah yeah um and and then i, I guess I, I start to accommodate that with what comes next in my chain which is the boss equalizer pedal the g7 and that's because you know you know i pull down some of the top end there after you know, having it almost all the way up on the turbo rack, but that's because it's it's not just um, the the way rack pedals work. It's not just applying like extra top end. It's like it's like adding that top just changes so much about the tone. Anyway, do, do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it, it's it's I will get a different sound taking the top end off using the the EQ on on, on the boss pedal. Um, than if I just rolled it back on the turbo rat mm. and bypassed the the EQ, it yeah it's it's hard to describe. Um, it's no like you've still you've still got that bite. Yeah, do you know what I mean? But then you can like just yeah. absolutely mm. fine tune that with the EQ. Um, so like, yeah, I guess. Mo- sorry, I was just gonna say it's like sometimes you know if you've recorded something, then you, you even though you like the sound of your amp and that you EQ it a bit just to get. Oh, so it's got the same. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah, got the I same remaining tone. But you're just doing it a bit more to yeah. bring, like, well, you know, some frequencies, but you might not want it. And stuff yeah. Like. Mm, yeah. So well, if you did it on your on, on your pedal, uh, it'd take out a bit of that flavour you're looking for. Completely. You can yeah, yeah. rectify that with your EQ. Um, completely. Well, That's uh, exactly Nick, it. Nick, it's like, um, say, when you're playing your amp in a room, mm. it'll be like, oh, that sounds sick. But then when you close mic it, exactly, and that, yeah. it makes a. Like, um, on my uh, martial art that I'll get into, it sounds really nice and big. Yeah. And while it does still sound big through in recorded, it's still a bit too high endy. Yeah, um, yeah. So I'll get it right into that. Because um, I, I said in the last episode, I kind of want an EQ pedal like cases. Yeah, yeah. So I think I'm going to get that, you know, to rectify some of that mm-hmm, issue. Mm-hmm. Um, also, a question Do you have your EQ pedal like just on all the time? Or? Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, I do. Because yeah. I think that's how I kind of want to have it where it's just constant, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. where it works for, you know, all the material that the band yeah. have got, whether it's like new stuff or old stuff. Yeah, I mean, uh, I've spent so long developing a particular guitar sound now that 90% of the time it's like a an always on thing, like with, with, mm-hmm. with any pedal, it's like, yeah, yeah, okay, so the turbo rat is like a boost. Mm. So, you know, basically that's on or off, <laughs> you know, like, um, yeah. 
it's like the rat is always on unless I'm literally going clean. But these days, that's just never. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, the rat, yeah. like I say, like since since Tom's come on board, and I've adjusted my uh, the first rat in my chain, I, I, I've pulled the, the, the distortion right down anyway. So yeah. basically, that is my clean turn now, just with a little bit of grit. Yeah, a and, bit um, of yeah, yeah, completely. Um, mm. So, but that's just always on, just always right. providing that bass. Um, so you sorry, say, not bass yeah. as in obviously bass frequencies. That, nah, that I mean yeah. that bass layer of yeah. of um, turn before yeah the turbo rack gives all that boost, all that like extra volume and distortion yeah. when so needed. Your turbo um, rack kind of acts like my um, blues driver. In a, in a way, yeah, yeah, like yeah. It kind of, it's, it's the it is the equivalent. Yeah, I think there's obviously me and you. There's a much more drastic jump yeah, in my yeah. Setup, well, it's like because yeah, me thing, and you like completely. do different kind of solos, kind of thing. Yeah, oh, massively. Yeah, yeah. And like, obviously, you kind of use it for different reasons, mm, you know. Mm. Um, but then sticking with the EQ, because I pretty much I got up to like the EQ. Yeah. Describing how, <clears throat> as you can see, um, I guess we'll put some photos up, but the 6.4 kilohertz like the the last band on the EQ is almost all the way down right. it's at about minus 10 decibels something like that um like just to to pull all that uh, it's ma it's mainly to stop so much feedback uh oh, what's yeah, beautiful is because because I'm using so much distortion anyway there is still loads of feedback even though I've pulled that down but it's easier to control mm. and it's not just like screechy yeah well, like ultra high annoying feedback yeah, yeah you know you have it's, your yeah, it's not harsh feedback you it's, have um, your feedback in such a perfect way yeah you know? like again it's the thing is like uh, like the use of feedback is an important part yeah. of my sound <laughs> well I remember because um, on the EP recording of the unwind stuff one of your favorite bits was the feedback that I th there is that one moment that I just oh man yeah I uh yeah, it fills my heart with joy every single time <laughs> that I hear it. Yeah. No, it's 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 it's. I yeah. love doing it live as well. It's beautiful. Actually, yeah. that EQ pedal might sort it out for me. You know, doing it live. Yeah. Because yeah. in the studio it sounds fine, but yeah, when I've done it live, it's really hard trying to you know position it in a nice way where it's not just uh -huh. like you know that kind of thing. Because obviously, I don't know, live I can kind in the studio I can kind of. I don't know, I could kind of set out a different way of doing it ra mm. rather than, like, you know, being on stage. Mm. So, mm. but F Feedback's kind of like the guitar crying, in it, really? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, completely. It's like really it's yeah. yeah, it's like, it's like, like Beatles are like, oh, yeah, my guitar journey weeps. It's yeah. like, <laughs> I'm going to make my guitar wail. Yeah. <laughs> so with mine, it's, I guess, yeah, my tone's very much representative of me in that sense like always <laughs> always feeding back but not always screaming do you know what I mean it's like yeah it's more a like a will a constant sort of. will but you know a refined <laughs> no, I meant will what, I said will, a I refined like, sadness I meant, I meant this in like the Sorry. animal will. yeah 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 <laughs> but um so yeah but the rest of the EQ is essentially it's a mid scoop as you can see mm. uh, uh, but the the thing is um <clears throat> so so this is it's got a, a 15 db boost each way like you know plus 15 and minus 15 uh if every everything's flat at zero this that obviously just bypasses everything and then there's a master volume at the end um 
sorry, just still talking about the G7 here for anyone listening. Um, but as you can see, like the scoop, I, I just bring everything down. I don't boost anything yeah. um, until we end up at band six before the seventh band, which is the one pulled right down to take all that harsh top end off. Band six, I don't actually mind a slight boost um, around the 3.2K area. Um, it's like, uh, I guess, w h however this is boosting the signal, it's, uh, I don't know, I listened and it's like, it sounds good to my ear, so I, mm. I, I, I don't mind. Yeah. Sometimes an, an EQ pedal can add a bit of crunch. Yeah, well, yeah um, completely. Th this thing is really, really versatile. Like, yeah. if you watch some videos on it, um, mm. I picked it up because I saw it in a cash con for 45 quid and I thought, it's a handy little thing to have. Still got a fucking sticker on. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Because I, I like I like to remind myself of how much. That's I where the that's anyway. where you put the Velcro, mate. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I will, I will eventually, of course. Um, but we'll get on to that when I talk about my amp and and why none of my pedals are currently Velcroed up and in a pedal board. But um, yeah, where was I? Where was I? Sorry. Yeah, uh, the versatility of the sound. If you watch some videos on it, the yeah. things people have done with this one pedal. Some people. This is their their solo boost. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Mm. Well, some people. This is the only pedal in their chain. Like a lot of like blues rock and roll players. Yeah. yeah. Literally, um, they'll be adjusting the EQ on the fly rather than on their ramp, just using this between yeah. songs. And um, the you know the whole uh, like the rollback thing you you were on about dealing with yeah, just, just with rolling the volume. The volume. Uh, yeah. mm. What they can do is just just like use this like crank the the volume at the end of this pedal for a bit of drive. Yeah. And um, it's just, it really, it can like grit up your sound quite a bit, but then if they roll back the volume, it becomes cleaner again. Mm. Um, it's, it's, yeah, it's really versatile. Yeah. It's, it's been used in some pretty surprising yeah, well, ways. Mm -hmm. But, um, cool. Um, when, well, it's, it's nice. Um, oh, sorry. sorry. Um, uh, you weren't showing me it the other day, actually, weren't yeah. you? You were showing me the difference between Yeah, like, like the actual, yeah. The clean had so just much more. On, off, on, off kind of thing. Because like you the, did. The, you, the, the, difference this makes yeah. in combination with my amp you showed on me on the clean yeah. setting and it just added so much more warmth you know yeah. rather than that bitey kind of yeah 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 it, it really rounds off the clean sound but also it's like it does give it more body mm. do, do you know what i mean yeah. it's um yeah i think that's that's again a big part of that is because it's in combination with my amp um, maybe at this point, yeah, because yeah, since the last thing in my chain is the tuner, the Boss TU2, yeah. I guess I should move on to my amp. Um, I'll quickly just reiterate that, like, um, yeah, I keep I keep the Boss pedals at the end of the chain because um, I, I I prefer the um, the buffers to go the, the, the buffers at, at the end yeah ha having tried both um it's definitely better to get the f the full turn from my guitar straight into the rats and have yeah the, the the extra turn that they bring applied to the guitar directly before going into the buffer the buffers mm. <laughs> the two buffers from the two boss pedals yeah gosh um yeah. what are them two then they're about? just like stuck yeah okay so before i move on to my amp i've got mm. Uh, the only other pedal that I really play around with frequently is just uh, Electro Harmonics Number One Echo, just a basic like delay 
uh, yeah. digital delay pedal. I just like having fun with it, you know. Um, right now, I, I don't even have a, um, a a power supply that works with it, <laughs> so I, I haven't really used it recently. But um, how many volts? It's nice, is that I, 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 and, I, and I have. It's just a nine volt, but. Oh. Um, for some reason, I think it's something again to do with the current. Uh, it's um, electromonics are all nine point six yeah. volts, not nine volts. Oh right, okay, yeah, that but, probably um, says. Let's have a look. Yeah, like oh, I don't even specify on there. Uh, uh, I oh, think it says nine volts. Yeah, still. Yeah, a lot, a lot of a lot of them are. But, yeah, um, that's probably the issue then. You can replicate it with a nine volt with a high current. I think. Right. Yeah, and I think that's I think, it. I think I it's how it works my, mathematically or something. I it's think, weird. Yeah, yeah that, that sounds about right, though, because none of my 9-volt um, adapters work with it, but they're all quite low current, um, which don't matter for distortions. They use fuck all. So, yeah, yeah. Um, Some of them even prefer less. Yeah, definitely. Uh, were you planning to incorporate um, that in? Because I know you were planning yeah, to Yeah, I probably will, because I, I have been writing with it. There are certain things where I'm like, that does sound Ooh. better with a delay. Do so, you know what? You, well, the only thing you're missing is fucking a delay, to be honest. Well, yeah, the, the thing is, people, <laughs> people, people, have told, people, people have told me this for a long, long time. But the thing is, like, all right, the fuzz thing first, before I get on to the delay, rats can do basically fuzz, yeah. you know, if, if you... Yeah, that's what got me dial them in right. Fuzz. Yeah. Because they can it, get that fuzzier turn. Yeah, yeah. I don't see... Um, seeing you live, I don't think a fuzz would have a benefit. Add more, yeah. yeah. You know, the, the yeah, thing it is, if they really do... There's certain, like, basically just certain solos where I'd like the classic, the, 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 we, we talked about it, yeah. the Jay Maskis fuzz, that kind of... Ripping yeah, their face yeah. off. Um, sometimes, like, uh, uh, some of the demos I've been doing at home recently, I've been um, basically still just using rats and stuff, but, like, uh, playing, like, a Les Paul, but in rhythm... And like dialing the turn right back on the, yeah, on the turn yeah. port, and it gets gets yeah. pretty close to that Jay Maskis like the bluesy, but really still real, very overdriven, but very like refined fuzz. Where it's like mm. every everything is just, it just sounds lovely. But if I could have a pedal in my setup that could do that, so I could on the fly go from my sort of grittier punk sound into a solo like that, or you know something like that. Ideally, my, my perfect fuzz turn really would be either the Dinosaur Junior yeah. or like Silversome Pickups kind of fuzz, Ooh, yeah. where again, it's just, it's got a lovely warmth to it, it mm. and it's just something like that, and, and I think I will. I've, I've been looking at a few, like, um, um, yeah, well, yeah, like Big Muff clones, basically. I've, I've been seen looking at a few Big, Big Muff clones where I'm like... Right now, it's just a case of like I've so seen gonna, quite a few that I'd be happy with. It's just choosing the one for me. You're gonna shove a rat into your big mouth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, that's my response to the fuzz thing. It's it will happen, you know. Um, just in terms right of recordings, like I can already get that sound that I want. Just just it, yeah, with certain combinations of gear that I have. I but it'd be nice to have yeah, just a, a fuzz box in my chain. That can just do that on the fly, so I can just jump into that solo and just yeah. See, obviously, I mean, you won't be able to do it at the minute for mm-hmm. obvious reasons, but probably benefit you going to like if you could, if you could make your way down there, you know, mm. um, go to one of them big music shops like PMT or something. Yeah, where try you can just out. try out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure. You know, PMT is where I got my smaller Vox amp from. Oh wait, yeah. 
Those are good. Because yeah. <coughs> originally I bought a AC30 VR, but they'd stopped. Yeah. Um, they'd stopped, you know, doing them. So I had to get an AC... Oh, AC10. Mm. Mm. Um, but so yeah. then, but then the delay thing as well. It's like you, you say, it's like the one thing I'm lacking now. It's like I've known that for a long time. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> um, and the the thing <coughs> is, like the the chorus and stuff from my amp, which I'll get onto. I still haven't gone to it, but I will. <laughs> um, it's such a big thing to me and a big part of like the the sound. In terms of like like my inspirations, my influences, like Husqvarna, Nirvana, you know that kind of um, that chorusy vibe. Um, that like crafting that for now was more important to me before bringing like delay and stuff into the mix. But mm. I have been experimenting for quite a while with delay, mm-hmm. just on and off, and I think eventually it will it will end up in my chain. Um, it's just I remember even even after shows, other guitarists would come up to me being like, "Get a delay pedal," you know, and like I'm like, "Well, I will," but then and I won't name names, you know. I've seen their bands and it's just delay. It's just like <laughs> like just just drowned in delay, and I'm like, I don't want to be that guitarist. You know? Yeah, I think there's too many around, unfortunately, at the minute where it's like, you know, a delay pedal doesn't make mediocre playing. Yeah, incredible. Yeah, it, it, makes the, it, the, it can make it worse, I, actually. Yeah, because yeah. Because yeah. obviously, delay and repeats. I don't. Uh, I kind of. I, I don't mean. In, uh, I. I kind of mean. Uh, it doesn't like. <coughs> I, feel, I feel like a lot of people will get uh, to a certain like a level, a competent level of playing, and then start to use things like delay. To um, to substitute creativity. Yeah. yeah do, I, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Creativity is so much more important to me than like, like when I use delay, when I've experimented with it, it is exactly that, it's experimenting and trying to be creative with it, rather than like my other effects, just having them in a sense of, like I say, always on. Most of my effects, like my chorus and stuff, it's, it's an always on thing, but that's because I'm just trying to be creative with my playing. Yeah. And, okay. and it's, yeah. Um, like, like with delay, you could play just like, a three note line mm. just going like din, 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 and with the mm. it, it sound a lot better than it would yeah, yeah. well it's but, like and, um, and that's that's kind of what I'm getting at is like I, I've seen um, I think I've seen a lot of wasted potential with, with, with guitarists that yeah they have an overemphasis on, on things like delay it's like but then it's like I, I remember Red like see, seeing like your playing in the early days of Run Off The Static um, I remember telling you immediately after a gig like just like I want you in my band, do you know what I mean? Because you're a creative player. I saw creative flair in you, and 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 I saw that your use of effects wasn't, you know, you know, you were getting down to your board and manipulating things on the fly. It's like that's that's for me. Like I'm not saying there's a right way or a wrong way about it, but that's the way I like. You know, if you're going to be using a lot of effects, like get experimental with yeah. it, get creative yeah. with it be interesting do you know what I mean often with um, um, whereas and that's something I will do I will do and I'm getting more into it it's just that isn't um, in terms of like the music I play and perform that's do do you know what I mean that's like a separate thing for me I'm quite compartmentalised when it comes to um, different things it's like I do experiment a lot in my own time even just just alone with my amp like outside of band rehearsals with sounds that I'll maybe develop whole projects around one day. Is, yeah. is 
Yeah, and delay might come in I mean, at that point. Coming from a person who's got a lot of pens, more at that point, I yeah. do think you know you can to be creative. You don't need pedals. <laughs> That f- it starts completely, with completely. Well, is, yeah, like um, yeah. often with my writing, you know, with all the effects I've used on the UI stuff, they've come after we've completed the whole song, yeah. pretty much. Like, Some, say, like um, that, you know, state of mind riff, you know, the main little mm. do 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 mm. do, like mm. that bit came after I did because I started playing it you know without the delay and mm-hmm. I was like mm-hmm. oh this is quite tondal on like yeah. on a drink yeah. um, <laughs> and I was like oh why do I, why there, do I so try the delay yeah yeah because yeah. I know he does it a lot mm. with some of them kind of riffs yeah and I tried it and I was like oh my yeah fucking when, it, when it's really bringing something to it's the same with the flange same. like sometimes I'll let a note like in, in the making of toxic wasted I just let the note ring out originally without it and I was like why don't I use flange? And I was yeah. like, oh, it just adds a real nice... I mean, I don't know if you do, but, mm. like, mm. I write all my songs acoustic. And it's, then it's quite a mix for me, you know. I often... Because over lockdown, I'm writing more acoustic right. because, because I'm I think more, then you know what I mean? If it sounds good acoustic, then you can use your pedals and stuff oh, yeah. to bring it to life more. Yeah, the yeah, melody's yeah. already there, isn't yeah. it? And the kind yeah. of makeup and stuff. Completely. I, 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 do, I do find that more and more, but like, like this might be just be a different approach to how I write sometimes, but like I do I do write a lot unplugged, but like when I put when I plug everything in, I do find that the pedals, kind of shape things, in a different way that I wouldn't expect. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, I kind yeah, of yeah. follow that creativity a lot of the time. Yeah. So I kind of follow, follow the flow of that. Yeah, you can write both. Yeah. yeah. So because like the rat the rat is quite instinctive sound, and certain things sound better using the rat. For like mm. my old band Run. Mm. Used you used pretty much to rap throughout the entire career, yeah. And like, I couldn't play them sounds now with the gear I've got now, yeah. Mm. In yeah. terms of distortion, because I think it would sound different to all I do now. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I think you, you can't you... just drop a rat in again. Or... Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, I definitely would because completely. it'll just sound, yeah. it'll have that sound and that harken back to that. Yeah, and I feel that's why certain pedals don't work with certain people. Yeah, because you play in a certain style. Yeah, and you kind of want it to go in a certain direction, but obviously sometimes your your pedals and your turn. Yeah will kind of dictate the direction that you actually play towards. Massively. Yeah. And actually, that dictates a lot of the sound and mm-hmm. what sounds good with the pedal. Yeah. Like, yeah. for example, like Sonic Youth, like, they used loads of, like, at the time, they were really cheap, like Jazz Masters. Mm. But they tuned them into all these funky tunings, and it made the guitar sound better. Yeah. Because they, 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 like yeah, they sound like a bag of wank before, yeah. and, like, they made it sound better. Yeah. And after that, the price I, is yeah. short. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, um, <laughs> or, um, like, my Fender Squire strap. Mm. I used to think it was a bit shit, but it was because of the amp and that I was putting mm. it through. Mm. But well, if I it, put it through the gear that I have now, yeah. it sounds absolutely amazing. Yeah. Well, that's a nice segue. Do you want to go on to your amp then? Most now? definitely, yeah. Um, and I'll kind of, yeah follow up that point about the rap pedal being a particular sound as well and known for a particular sound um the thing is like a rap pedal in combination with my amp which is uh i should just get around to saying it's a pv <laughs> stereo chorus 400 such a um, great early 80s pv uh 2x12 combo mm. amp it's just absolutely fantastic. It's a solid state amp, and it's just like, but it can fucking crank some turn. It's quite like old, it's isn't it, as just, well? Yeah, it's early 80s. It's probably, oh, yeah. probably yeah, an 83 or 84 model, I think. 
from, say from, from what I've been able to, to gather like online and stuff. Yeah. But a rat in combination with, with, with a lot of those, not, not just that particular model, but a lot of the 80s PV amps with the Scorpion speakers, it's it gives a bit of a, uh, quite a different voice in to say something like just a Celestion speaker or mm. um, if you were to plug into a Fender Twin, like I've, I've you know occasionally had to borrow like a Twin or something um, and it's just like, it's such a drastic change in 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 the turn, um, but that that's why you know it, it. That's one of the many, many, many ways that I, I say my amp is like my secret weapon, yeah. but um, or it would be my secret weapon except I fucking tell everyone about it. <laughs> like, any any opportunity that I get. Um, do, you, do you know I've, I've only seen one other band use it. Mm. From, I think they're from the 80s one mm-hmm. uh, band called Kitchens of Distinction yeah 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 what a good name um, <laughs> um, real good band actually yeah I think I listened to some Kitchens of Distinction after uh, reading up a, a, about my amp on a forum like a guitar forum where people were discussing it I think someone had seen one at a good price and was like is this a good amp and everyone was like well yeah depending on what you're going for or it's a, it's a pretty uh, to be honest it's generally got a very good reputation. Yeah, like, to, to people that know them, just know that they're very good and very versatile. It it could be like an easily a poor man's rolling jazz chorus. Yeah, yeah, like, and a lot of people prefer them. Yeah. A lot of people prefer them. People that have used both are just Maybe like yeah, a lot like, grittier in it. In a yeah, well, that that's the thing as well. The, the voicing of the Scorpions, that the, they're like the the stock speakers, the PV Scorpions, is quite like mid heavy, but. The, the thing is, so again, it's a stereo amp, and if you're going to be making up both kerns, like having a separate EQ on each kern mm. means that, like, you know, again, you can take a lot of that mid out and just, like, really start to craft a, a, a very specific turn, which is I what mean, I've done over time. Yeah, um, like we always pay what I recorded for you. Yeah, yeah. We didn't, apart from little sections we didn't even double the guitars it was just making both cones yeah and doing it that way but the way mm. you, you had the the uh, chorus it did sound like two guitars playing yeah and, massively you know it's that's that's when first of the time I've seen one of them mm. really I think first of the time I've actually heard a PV in person and I was like fuck me this is this is a fucking great amp yeah massively um, highly underrated mm. yeah um it, the, the the PV combos where you know a, a lot of the like in the eighties a lot of bands were even you know bands that had like like Marshall or Fender sponsorships um, a lot of the reason their albums sounded better was because they were using PVs on the record <laughs> do you know what I mean and they, but then they had these sponsorships and had to go out and use Marshall or Fender or whoever was giving them the money. Um, but they, they'd know that they preferred the sound of a PV, and so the records just always had, you know, like, sounded a bit better and had a bit of edge. Mm-hmm. Um, despite being like, yeah, like, you know, budget models, you can't fault them. The, the 80s ones are built to last as well. Like, mine, I've earned for probably, probably getting on for 10 years. Um, well, it's probably been about eight years or something. And in all that time all I've ever had to do is repair I've just had to get the the pots cleaned a couple times rewire the speakers like once and I once had to repair 
the foot switch input at the back for for the effects. Yeah. Um, just because the yeah the pin input um, it just like split in half and just like so it just got swapped out for a new one. Uh, I think it's like a ten pin input or whatever. Um, yeah, and I've had it like getting on for ten years, and it's ha I hardly ever had a fault. And that was an amp that was what already like what thirty years old when I bought it. <laughs> They're fucking built to last. They're amazing. Um, all the eighties like PV combos. Yeah, fucking um, heavy that, right? The heavy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of people, you know, apparently. The surprise that they're not tube amps when mm. you know, yeah well because um, i don't know because often like um people you know prefer like kind of tube amps you know solid stuff yeah for like this, this like, warmth and stuff yeah, but i mean but like that pv just has the kind of warmth that you it expect does. Yeah. when it when it gets going like it's it this just sounds it. so and you have to crank beefy. it a yeah, yeah. yeah you it, really, it really can and yeah. the, the, the thing is as well like Honestly, the versatility of it is absolutely incredible. Mm. When you look at, um, so I ne I never have. Uh, so it's got a pre and post gain on both channels mm. on on um, each EQ, and but the pre's have like a, a a pull thing on the on the switch, you know, on the knob. Mm. Um, it's got a pull bright effect, so you can add. Um, can't remember what it boosts but around like some of the top frequencies it gives yeah. it a boost as well which is a really nice effect but um sorry yeah uh, so like but the, the pre and post i never have them like never past three <laughs> do you know what yeah. i mean because uh, it can fucking um, crank some volume like mm. and the thing is i think that's why I, there's just so much like the the, the overhead on it like just allows for such depth that you can get like some real warmth, some real beef, like you say. Yeah. Um, despite it being solid state, it's just yeah, it's there's, there's so much room, so much overhead um, that you know I've heard of players that like I can't remember which way around it is. One of you guys might have a good educated guess on it, but like they'll use on the the 80s PV combos they'll crank either the pre or the post, one or the other, I can't remember which one it is. And then, um, I forgot where I was going with it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like there's just that, that, that overhead that it has, like all that room that it has, like just, it just allows you to shape a turn like so well. Mm. It really, really does. I think by the time they were built as well, there was a lot more care attention put into building Solstead amps. Yeah. Because I think now the focus is on tube because they can sell them for more money. Mm. Whereas people aren't going to expect to spend more money on a solid state yeah. app. Yeah, completely. So, the, so I think the only one that's kind of really survived from that era that's still highly regarded is probably the Rolling Jazz Chorus. Yeah. Mm. Just yeah. because it's quite a good it's quite a good pedal platform. Yeah. I mean, even yeah, Metallica absolutely. used them mm. and mm. stuff like that. Mm. And then um, mm. all these great shoe bands use them. But again, like a great pedal platform is probably our amp as well it's yeah like, uh, massively yeah. I think I think as well that the transformers and them and stuff like that yeah. and how, how they convert sound is probably mm -hmm. just put more more care into kind of actually like making a decent amp yeah of that sort of type well can you remind me to sort of yeah come back to that after uh, I best talk about the effects in it because <laughs> yeah. I kind of haven't really got onto the effects but um, there's a really good point to make about, about that in fact um, but yeah, so the effects obviously. So it's a PV stereo chorus, four hundred, and uh, yeah, the inbuilt chorus 
it's fucking lovely. I, I remember when uh, when I bought it, I, I, I bought it from Paddy's Guitars, and Paddy was saying, like, like honestly, mm-hmm. you, you won't hear a nicer chorus without spending like a fuck ton of money. Um, and I bought I bought that amp for like two hundred quid, which is it was a steal Ooh. at the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, they go for more than that today. Like you found one for around two hundred if it's battered, you know. But um, yeah, my man was in great nick, and uh, and still is. Like I say, like they're, they're built to last. But um, yeah, he, he he was saying like so that that is the standout feature on it. But it was like it'll do everything you want, you know. But then on top of that, you've got a lovely, lovely chorus as well. Mm. Um, I didn't realise at that age how... I, I didn't understand much about effects. I hadn't even been playing that long. And um, I didn't realise how crucial chorus was to bands like Who's Do, bands like Nirvana, how it was a big part mm. of their sound. And so, like, I didn't really know what I was getting. Do you know what I mean? It was one of them where, like, I knew it, I knew I was getting a good amp because Paddy, like, I trust him. You know, I, I always have. He's always done fantastic job of like repairs and stuff for me yeah. um, so I knew I was getting a, a good deal but I didn't realise I was getting a fucking fantastic deal <laughs> yeah, do you know what I mean yeah. I look back now and I'm just like that was a blessing that was yeah, like you know what I I couldn't I, like like if I was to go out and like um, with all the knowledge that I have now trying to get the sound that I want I'd probably end up buying a, a, an amp like that you know yeah. and I was just I just luckily happened to stumble across it I, all I was looking looking for at the time was a loud pedal platform like a nice big loud amp, yeah. um, because my previous big lamp out, la- uh, big loud amp was a piece of shit. It was a fucking Fender <laughs> frontman, and it was awful. <laughs> like, <laughs> everything about that amp was disgusting. Did everyone used to have one of them? Well, yeah, I think they were. They, were about they, they gave, gave yeah. them away, didn't they? Pretty much. Yeah. The, the thing is, it was one of them. Yeah, yeah. They became the champions, didn't they? Did they? Yeah, fair. Yeah, yeah. but I think I think, think they, they must like, have had some serious refinements. Oh yeah, like, did, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they were the, the starter kits, weren't they, from the Squire Strats? Yeah, right. everyone has as a, as a starter oh, kit for like right. every every kid who plays guitar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When you first start out, mm. and you're like, I want to be Jimmy Hendrix. But they were big mm-hmm. and they were heavy, and they oh, should have been yeah, yeah. good. And yeah, they just yeah. weren't. They were oh, the really big ones. Was horrible. Yeah, that's what I mean. Oh, so I had a two twelve. Yeah, I had a two twelve, and it was just horrible. It was just horrible. I thought, you know, horrible uh, cleans, you're horrible naive. Distortion. I saw the Fender name on it, saw Fender Two Twelve, and thought, oh, that's got to be, that's got to be great. You know, I'll, you know, don't, I can't remember how much I paid you for know, it, but uh, frankly, a tenner is too much. Like, you, you it was know a terrible, a terrible amp. You know, um, tell me you trashed it, please. <laughs> well, Sorry, go more on. Or less. <laughs> so, you know, Clever, because I recorded their EP, and then mm. joined them, but I've never played the gig with them. Mm. And then they had a practice room in like it was like an old. Like a, a church, what was like, um, re. Uh, was that the one on Holderness Road? Yeah, yeah. I, I rehearsed there a few times, but yeah. a funny story. But go well, on. Well, I left my amp there, the, the Fender, because I was like, yeah. whatever. <laughs> and then uh, off, they went, I went off to uni, and obviously. And I knew it was still there, but I just left it. Oh, and I right. think they ended up being a fire. <gasps> so, so it's probably, just, <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. And I also were just like, yeah. Well, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, probably gone then, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. No, you know, um, recently, last year, I still need to pick it up. I haven't been able to because of lockdown. But I bought a PV Backstage Plus oh, off yeah. um, someone from Leeds. Oh, right. That, yeah. Um, cool. So eventually I'll be bringing it here. Yeah. And I was just thinking, it might, it was, uh, um, it might not sound that good, but it probably will because that PV amp is great. Imagine putting the Dookie pedal through it. 
Oh yeah, right. we'll have to try that one. Give time. it a go, man. Definitely. Yeah. I don't want to cut you off, Casey. No, go for it. But I know I've we need to go on for a fucking bit, aren't I? Because we're on we're on there forty-seven minutes. Though. Yeah. <laughs> I guess shall I make that final point then? After yeah. yeah. What um. What like so Eddie mentioned like the the, the solid states that have sort of stood the test of time and still mm. still in you know quite a high regard like something like a, a jazz chorus. Mm. Um, it's it's funny because like this my, my amp uh, is uh, right when I thought I know every feature about my amp like I know everything there is to know about it it, it just it throws another one at me like it is so fucking packed full of features there's um even like an option for a, a tube preamp input to, to completely bypass all the solid state that's, stuff in it if you that's want such a great feature. Uh, it's it's amazing. Uh, so you can find whatever tube preamp. You yeah, want completely. Yeah. But well, well, to a degree, I yeah. have to look into it more. Yeah. But the thing is, the input, the actual connector it uses, is it's completely outdated now. Do you oh, know what right, I mean? yeah, so you've yeah. got to buy like these quite old <laughs> yeah. like connectors that I think you can you can get them easy enough. It's just like then you have to figure out how they work yeah. and like, you like know you what I mean? get an adapter. But um, yeah, maybe like some sort of adapter or something. But the just having that option is yeah. just like what the fuck like there's just yeah it's I'm pretty amazing. sure on really newest amazing. to um and states not that have stuff like that yeah no completely not but again that, that was that was PV. Front yeah yeah <laughs> completely but again totally that was pv in the mm. 80s going like look we make great shit it, it's, sol- <laughs> it's solid state and it's budget but you know what you're gonna fall in love with it and you're gonna buy a tube yeah. preamp eventually because yeah. you're gonna want this fucking amp <laughs> yeah and yeah that's um, such a good idea yeah I, I, I love I love PVs a bit it's like uh, in the last sort of like six months or a year or whatever I joined quite a few of the PV like groups on Facebook there's yeah. people talking about PV gear and it's like it's fucking again it's built to last yeah. Um, what's amazing is like if I want any parts for like I say my, my amp's never needed anything more than like a servicing really mm. but if I had to replace a part on it I could probably go directly to PV and get it like the, mm. the even though it's like from 83 or 84 or whatever they care you know the, their um, their customer support is fucking fantastic and mm. yeah mm-hmm. awesome well then um, I'll go on about man. To be fair, I don't need to go on that long about man because everyone out there knows a Vox AC30. I think I've got a V2, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone knows, you know, the yeah. f- fucking really famous amps. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, because, like, just quick examples, you got, like, um, the Beatles. They were like, yeah, the, yeah. actually, AC, did you know AC30s were kind of made for them, kind of thing? Yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. it wasn't loud enough, was it? Oh, right. Mm-hmm. I didn't um, know that. So, Beatles. U2 uh, mm. uses them. Angels and Airways have a drink. They use them. <laughs> um, oh, Brian May uses one. Yeah, yeah. Well, he, he, yeah, he's quite famous for music. Yeah. I well, was reading recently, uh, Butch Vig, uh, like, he yeah. often rolls out an AC30 when he just, you know, he's working with a band and he just wants a particular thing out of them. He's yeah. like, right, time to pull the Vox You know, um, <laughs> the trilogy of yeah. Green Day, yeah. they used the AC30 on some of it. Oh, right. Yeah, um, you can kind of hear it because of like you know how the trilogy has like less oh, it's, it's, it's very different, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's I mean, not what as you saying it. Foo yeah. Fighters, you Foo Fighters, yeah, back yeah. in the day, yeah. Um, well, no, I think um, I've got them. Lee Guitar, Chris Shiflett, he still uses 
Yeah, well, I think, I think the Eye album was like Masabugi and a bit of like AC Fatty. Yeah. Early stuff. Mm. And um, I think Cat, Cat used one on one, one of the songs, maybe. Yeah. Because yeah. Butch Fig probably, yeah, yeah, rolled yeah. one out and was like, John used this on our song, probably. Mm. Yeah, sure. Well, okay. You know, going, going about like Spire Mert. Yeah. A man with the top boost feature, which is like inspired by uh, Brian Maker's, I can't remember why. The Range Master. Is so it? Is it? It's like a trouble. It's like a trouble boost, but it's just it's just kind of like a distortion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think Black so, Sabbath used the same one. I think. Well, they added that, and see, I, I used it because I wanted a proper, nice, pristine clean, which they're hmm. famous for. Mm. Um, the cleans on voxes, but you know, we something which isn't really said that often about voxes, where you know, because we've been known for that, that like sort of less sort of heavy sound yeah mm. but I always say and I've said it time and time again the can do heavy well yeah. well, what I was going to say wow. is you know I like to compare it to dogs right so you've got like a, 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 a Marshall <laughs> is like you know a big like oh, I've heard you say this yeah, before this is where it's great. like beef and it's like but <laughs> a, vo- a Vox is like a little Jack Russell where it's like little that but it's fucking aggressive and it's like like that yeah, and if you proper yeah. kick a Vox yeah. Like using fuzz or whatever, it literally. I've used my pedals on other amps, and with a Vox, it just brings them to life. Like, especially yeah. with the fuzz and that, it just makes it so oh. aggressive. And it's like the amp don't want you to do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But yeah. you're forcing it just breaking up, and it's like like oh, for me, if great. you crank the gain on the Vox I have, it's just mm. it yeah. still has it can be it can be quite heavyish. Mm. Mm. Like, well, the, the thing get, about I'm Vox as well is like that. That's that's um, across. Uh, as far as from what I've seen across their range like you know you get like the little like 5 watt yeah, Vox yeah, amps yeah. when you fucking crank them the <laughs> turn is unreal like yeah, yeah. you know like I, I guess a lot of uh, companies where, where they make these little 5 and 10 watt tube amps which is just funny like mm. consi- considering like they always do a good job and they're always nice but like the Vox ones really like they're mm. just lovely they, in yeah, the breakup you get from them, and yeah, everything. It's just um, really lovely. And you know, I was when you, on the last episode you were on about the tremolo and stuff. I know I'd probably never get a tremolo pedal because I love the tremolo on the on the Vox. Oh, right. It's just got a great. Yeah, it might not have that real like um, sort of square wave sort of you know where it's like on and off, on and off. It's more of like a more of like a sound wavy sort mm. of tremolo. But you know, I. I I probably, I probably I don't really use a lot of tremolo anyway but when I do it's there and then the spring mm. reverb as well is just glorious and mm. you know if I want that sort of sound it's it's there so I because I, I did have a T-Rex um, spring reverb pedal which was great but then when I got the Vox I was like well I don't need that anymore yeah. <laughs> it's still here like I, yeah. I don't want to sell it because it will be useful you know if a band comes in or whatever mm. um, with an amp I don't have a, a spring but you know yeah. it's great and you know, on the Top Boost channel as well, which I, I, I use, um, I, I I don't use it for the Top Boost as such, but the tonal shape on it, it's just bass and treble. Mm. But I usually roll off the treble quite a lot, which is right. funny because yeah, it's the Top yeah, Boost. But, but, but. And then the ba- increase the bass a lot, and that just adds that bit of, um, you know, bit a bit of more of a textural, like, mm. like beefiness. Mm. If do, you do, you, do, you, do you patch the channels with cables? No, because you can because you can go in the top boost and then put a cable out into the another to the next channel. 
Yeah. Or the other way around, yeah. Because I can do that um, with mine, and that's what I tend to do. Yeah, I've, I've, like, yeah, you do. I have to look into it. Yeah, it, it, apparently it's a really good sound. Um, you know yeah. what you were saying about adding like a textural element to it? Mm. Like, when I think Vox, I think texture. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they're, they're, they're a versatile amp in that sense of like, you can get what you want out of them. Um, good, they're, they're good for like, you know, if you mic them up in different ways, mm-hmm. and then just like, yeah, just maybe even like multi-track, like you know, and and dub extra guitars. Yeah. The 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 the, the range you can get, um, you know, like good warm rhythm turns and good lead turns, like sparkly, yeah, jangly, yeah. like top end, mm. all works really well in unison. So yeah. like you know you see you see bands that turn up with like two voxes the two guitarists will have a vox each yeah. and the combination of the two yeah. Yeah. is lovely you know probably probably I'd prefer it over you know a band turning up with two Marshalls any day like yeah. It, yeah. It, to a band turns up with two vox guitars you like immediately it packs my interest and I think oh well they've probably got you know the, the chances are they're going to have a nice refined sound and there's a particular reason they've gone for Vox right. yeah. and their music will tend to have more of that texture to it you know mm. um, yeah okay. but um, yeah so that's that's me amp but then I've got see for gigs I, ideally I'd bring it but then that's a lot of gear to bring mm. for a gig but because obviously the AC32 bar 12 but then I have a 4 bar 12 well, you said earlier, didn't you, like a Frankenstein cab? Yeah. <laughs> so it was a Matamp um, cab originally. But I don't say Matamp on it anymore because uh, I think there was this band, I've ne- I can't even find any of the music, but mm. it must have been a band called Warm and then they replaced the Matamp sound with their logo. Mm. So that's on the front of it. But then Dave from the bass player from All The Orders, I got it off him and he swapped out the speakers for me, for Goodman speakers, which are nice well very nice like warm speakers mm. and you know I do love the sound from my Vox uh, and you know live I'd, I, you know I'd, I'd probably no just, complaints yeah like yeah. Ju- just for ease I'd probably just bring the Vox mm. but for recordings um, I'd always go out of the Vox so basically use the AC30 as a head mm. going into that 4 bar 12 because the speakers in that even though I can get all the turn I want out of the Vox it's just them speakers add that bit more warmth to it, mm. and I just think the combination between the the Vox and the the Goodman speakers in that is just great. And mm. I, um, I mean, you, when you've recorded, you've done that, haven't you? Well, not for my album. Oh right. Because I, I I use my um, well I've, I'm selling them now, but my Blackstar and my Vox cab. Mm. Um, I use that on that because. You know, going to lockdown, I was just like, they're light, you know, I'll just take them. Uh, yeah. And plus, I knew I was going to sell them, so it was like a, a last goodbye. Yeah, get some I thought, use out of do them. Do the album like, out of it. Yeah, then. yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, the Vox with the 4 bar 12 videos on mm. my first EP, The Fire Inside. Oh, uh, right, yeah. Um, and uh, and also on my light spinning. Oh, uh, no, no, actually on the light spinning plates. I mean, there's a lot of guitar in it. I'm mm. covered for that. Um, I used actually my mate's Marshall. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, that's sort of my amp setup. Um, and again, I I just don't think it, that I'd change from that. Mm-hmm. Um, so Dylan, do you want to go and see your main amp setup? Yep. Um, so um, um, right. So I use um, 
a Marshall JCM 2000 dual super lead head through a Marshall AVT um, 4x12 cab. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's 4x12. It will be 4x12. Yeah, it is yeah. 4x12. And just, oh, like, when I um, I, ca- I actually came across the head in a cash converters, you'll remember this, Kitsy, so, because I think you were actually considering getting it. Yeah, I mean, I saw yeah. it, and the, the, the thing is, it was a good price. Yeah. It's like, there's no particular reason why I wanted a Marshall yeah, I head I think it anything, might have been just for the uh, studio. That's it, that's it, exactly um, that. And at the price that it was at, I thought, well... yeah. But then I remembered you kind of being interested in one. Yeah, so. like, I've always kind of wanted a Marshall sound because, like, so many bands I like, such as Green Day, have a drink. I um, really you, like... You like Green Day? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> My well. God, did you never know? <laughs> um, but just their tone has that kind of real big... I don't, I don't know how to describe it. It just has a real big, nice, distorted sound. Mm. But I found out from the Green Day stuff that they actually don't have the gain up that high. No, no, no. He has no. the gain quite low. And I kind of always wanted an amp where I didn't have to turn the gain up much, you know, to have that nice, big, distorted mm. effect. Mm. Um, and just for that big punk rock kind of turn, I always wanted a Marshall. So I saw it in cash converters. I was like... Uh, uh, Mick Sanders from Life uses one of them and I when I saw them at the record store gig I really liked how his Marshall sounded so I was like oh because I'd, um, I'd always wanted a JCM 900 because that's what Billy Joe uses but they're like a grand mm. so I knew I'd probably never be able to afford one mm. until like you know really late in the future so I saw that in cash converters and I was like I have to earn this and when I finally got to test it, it was exactly, you know, how I imagined it. Mm. Term-wise, it's got um, bass, mi- uh, middle and treble. I always like an amp that has a middle on it. Yeah. Because it gives me that brightness that I like. And it gives you the opportunity to yeah. uh, mid-scope if yeah. you Yeah, and I have... Yeah, I have there's every- so much shaping yeah. you can do. That you, that I have everything have set halfway. Um, Dialed at like six o'clock, sort of thing. <sighs> Like 12 o'clock. 12, sorry, 12 o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I meant. <laughs> yeah, I have pretty much everything set it's halfway. Like, <laughs> I don't know, like, um, for me, putting one of them higher just don't work. Because I actually combine it with another amp, so I found that I don't really need to. And there's actually a deep setting on it. Mm-hmm. Um, if you like it's a button and you just press it in and it just adds, you know, a bit more low end to it. And mm. um, you were with me, I think, last when I was doing it through mm, the deep mm, thing mm. it just had such a huge sound mm. with it and mm. then the cab I also came across in cash converters you recommended it to yeah, me I think yeah again it was just in there at a good price yeah. and I'd never like I didn't really have a reason for buying it aside from the I wanted my own Marshall cab and when I put it through <laughs> yeah. um, when I put it through the amp it just it, it sounded really good it still had that sound that I wanted yeah because well, up I'd, until that point I'd been using your cab yeah because you know, it was um, not long after 16B. yeah exactly that it was it was not long after I bought that that, yeah. that you went and got your Marshall cab yeah. was it because I'd managed to pick that up the Marshall 1960B uh, for 150 quid in yeah. cash con <laughs> it was like really really good nick and I'm like well you know like as much as I'm not typically a Marshall guy, it, it's like 
that was a good cab at a good price that will get a certain sound. It's, yeah. a, it's a, the kind of cab it's it's yeah. worth having one around. And, yeah. and even and, though they're just stock like Celestian speakers, it's like they, they do a certain thing pretty well. So yeah. it's well and built. actually yeah, refer- oh, completely. Yeah, and well actually built. referring to that, I'm thinking for future unwired stuff maybe because I'm going to be buying a Blackstar H2 Studio 20 off Nick, wow. and I think I might be putting it through that 1960B. Because it has a real nice Marshall mm. mid-range mm. kind of turn that isn't in the other Marshalls, so combine them together, it's going to mm. sound good. Um, but yeah, I won't. I don't have any complaints about JCM. It's like that was my dream turn, you know, kind of like you with the PV. And yeah. I just knew once I got that Marshall that my sound was complete. Mm. And so, as I said, I use two amps at once. So I use a Vox AC30 S1. Which is actually quite a new addition, because mm. you know, like uh, P- PMT Music, I said they didn't sell the VR anymore. Yeah. So I bought one off Goff and Davy, but they ran me up saying, you know, that they just stopped selling them. Mm. But they said they got in the S ones, so they invited me in, you know, to test it. And like I was saying, you know, like our Angels and Airwaves use a Vox yeah and I've always really liked the term because the way Tom DeLon describes it is like it's it's one it's kind of like the not the way he specifically words it is the one amp where it's kind of in the middle where it's really distorted but also clean for you to mm. hear notes like even if it's cranked a bit open chords still sound really nice yeah I think with Marshall's like that's why yeah I'm not Typically, yeah. looking for that sound is, yeah, is that you. sometimes it does lose a bit. Yeah. Of that See, um, with Marshall, I have the gain set to three. Mm. Although, because like our sounds gotten a bit heavier, and because I've started to, because I think having it at three is a bit too clean for me. I've actually cranked it to four, mm. and I've put ultra gain on. And to be fair, it still sounds good, you know, with open notes. But yeah. um, but it's a clever thing, like what you're doing with the. Uh, dual amp set up with the yeah. Marshall and the Vox because yeah. then you've got a best you know, of both. it's kind of a combination that you wouldn't think for a punk band kind of thing mm. um, you wouldn't necessarily associate Vox with punk would you um, I mean because not, not, not as such no yeah like Vox is more like your classic rock kind of yeah, thing yeah more like the rock and roll yeah sort of. so I kind of like because in my band I'm the only guitarist so I use two amps you know to make up for the fact that there's only one guitarist in the band mm. like because Casey has his PV and then obviously he has his other guitarist now with Tom so he mm. has to dial the game down but for me I just combine both amps together and that gives me a big sound without needing a rhythm player Yeah. Um, but with the Vox it's very minimal in its knobs it's got a reverb on which I don't use unless mm. it's like other projects you know where it's a bit cleaner yeah and um it's got a bass and treble effects and i think i have the treble halfway just like you know how i have everything halfway on the marshall well Mm. like mid treble but um mid um but then um the bass is cranked quite a bit because i thought you know because the marshall is such a bright sounding amp um, that it needs to be a bit more low end on yeah, the yeah. Vox and my drummer Max actually suggested it because when we recorded our three singles it's a tiny bit too bright you know mm. like I like it but it's a tiny bit too harsh 
Whereas like on the EP stuff, there's a lot more low end because of the Vox yeah. and me increase. And then the gain is quite high, but it's surprisingly still clean, you know, with open notes. Mm. That's what I mean. Like what I was saying about the Vox, that if you do crank it with pedals and stuff, it can get really aggressive. But on its own, yeah. when it's cranked, you don't necessarily get... You never really get like a high end distortion yeah. sound out of it. It's and always um, just like a high end, a um, high cr- like crunch. Yeah. Um, well, um, it's like and um, that breaking up sort of. Sound. Yeah, you know, like how I said, mm. I use my delay, and you know how it has like the two things, and I put them both in different amp. Yeah. So like obviously, when I said you get kind of like a ping pong kind of effect depending on what you tap it to, mm. and it's just it's really cool. Like it's really elevated my tone having two amps. Like. <sighs> It's just made it so much better in a way that I think, and I've actually been kind of thinking, um, because on the EP I've I used both them amps in combination. I was thinking of maybe going back and kind of doing two more overdubs just through the Black Star. Yeah, you yeah. know, for that mid just to add a <clears> mid range <throat> turn to it. Well, like, like I said to you, I thought like the Black Star was like a nice mix mix between like a Marshall and like a. Uh, I want to say it's such a Vox, but like a Fender, so oh, like a mi- no, midway I, between I, them. I get, yeah, yeah. Um, so, so yeah, you get that beefiness, but it's got a bit more of that like Fender sort of mid rangey sort of yeah. thing. Yeah, and, and I think uh, my Marshall cab also has um, Celestian speakers, mm. and yeah, that's so that's what's in yours, isn't it? In my cab, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. I don't know, I, they, they're Just in the uh, Voxes as well, <coughs> are they? What what yeah, are the stock ones? Is GT seventy fives or something they're called? Yeah, mm. um, I just find Celestian green. Speak, I, yeah, yeah. yeah. What, like I what find. Do you call it? Ed, do you oh, know? Sorry. The greenbacks. What do you call it? It's like GT seventy fives or something. The like stock Marshall speak. Oh, seventy fives. Is that right? GT seventy fives. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, that was yeah, it. Yeah. I don't know. I just seem to always go towards amps that have Celestian speakers. Mm. It's just. Th- just that kind of term works perfectly. You know what you're getting with it, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. If you don't, if you don't need yeah. anything, I actually else, used then. to. So before I got that, I used to use my Fender Champion, mm. and it has quite a lot of you know inbuilt effects and that. Mm. And for the time being, it was really good, but it didn't quite give me the turn I wanted. Um, yeah. and then, and then I moved on to the Vox through the Dookie pedal. Mm. But then once I got the Marshall, I was like, you know, that's my sound complete, mm. and yeah, it's just absolutely perfect. And I, 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 and like you with the PV, that's my kind of sound mm. complete. Mm. So, um, yeah, that's it for me. Uh, Would you say complete though, or <laughs> like when you get that uh, GE Seven? Equaliser. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Gonna I, get, w- I, I think would, you're, you're, you're yeah. going to have fun playing around yeah. with that, I think. Mm. Uh, yeah, really I mean, I'd, uh, what I meant was more like amp-wise, I'm yeah, completely yeah. done. Yeah. But pedal-wise, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not always done room yet. Because <laughs> I'm thinking of getting another flanger, maybe yeah. adding a phaser. Because I, I, right, obviously yeah. there is a difference between flange and phaser, and I really like the sound of phasers. Yeah. Mm. Um, so, and... Obviously, I really want an ABY pedal so for dynamic purposes. Sure. Um, anyway, what do Good. you use? Because I don't think I've actually, I don't think I actually know what you use. Yeah, it's it's quite it's quite cool actually. Hmm. It's not very it's not got any of this branding on it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm, it literally don't have a logo on, does it? No, no. no. Well, I saw I bought it. Um, mm. I think I got it off a uh, Dave Kurtz from oh, Holy right. Orders. 
because um, he's he's like a vintage amp collector, isn't he? Mm. Right. He's like he's he well into his, his like matt amps mostly, but um, yeah, collects like a few. Glorious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's I love aluminium bass as well. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. But um, it's um, it's a Selma ramp. Oh, it's a, a treble and bass Mark Two, and I think how, how I found that album is um, Matt from the Old Elders. He uses the SV, which is like a later version, which kind of looks like a part from like a submarine tank or something. Mm. But he just puts plays it through like a one twelve, and it sounds absolutely massive. Mm. Like one of the be- loudest bands in all, I think. But um, yeah, um, I, I think I was really just looking for a kind of pure sound amp, mm. like an amp that didn't have any like master volumes, mm. any bells and whistles. Kind of like that separates any of the tone really, because I kind of wanted. I didn't really need something that was heavily based in getting turned from the amp because I get turned from hmm. my pedals mostly mm. just something yeah. that kind of amplified yeah. my guitar signal yeah 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 just, just a yeah. pure pedal platform pretty, pretty much but I mean like I sort of did a lot of research into like different types of distortions for example um, you have preamp distortion mm. power amp distortion and speaker distortion and obviously there's distortion that you get from the pedals as well which kind of acts as your preamp, and when you're kind of ramming the front of your of your amp, or like sometimes when you turn up the is it pre gain mm. on certain amps, and then turn down the master volume, turn down the master volume, it's turning down the power amp, mm. Mm. and then just only having the preamp distortion, and I think that's sometimes why it's not as satisfying. Mm-hmm. So I kind I kind of just wanted something that kind of blasted for everything and kind of like encompassed all these types of different types of distortion. Mm-hmm. I think my um my cab's only like just like a a basic Harley Benton, like two twelve. Mm. It's got vintage thirties in it, you know. It's kind of obviously because of a thirty watt speaker. It's like a fifty watt amp, mm. so there's going to be a break up in the speakers, break up in yeah. it, I think so it's easy to break up and kind of get all this distortion juices mm. that I want out of everything. And it's just as like a treble and bass control. It has two channels, a normal and a bass. And I go through both of them, put 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 the cable in one, patch it to the other one, and kind of sculpt sculpt it through that. So kind of changing the volume of each channel, and then the treble and bass of each one, mm. and kind of like get something that's kind of like the sounds right. Yeah. Probably, I probably tune down my um, the turn on my Jazzmaster a bit, right? Just because like mm. the Jazzmaster is quite trebly because mm. the single coils. Oh, kind yes, of beast yeah, it up a bit. Yeah, I get what you mean with single coils. But um, obviously I've got a like, note definition that can cut through because it's a single cause and not like a humbucker which probably could get easily Yeah, I really want to like use um, single coils a bit more. Yeah, it's, it's a definitely... Like I've always... Because I've got a Telecaster with a humbucker but I've kind of wanted to get a secondary Tele, you know, with a single coil. Right, yes. Yeah, um, so should we... Go with stuff what out out the last two episodes what we've not mentioned, not necessarily what we haven't got either, but just ones what we want to sh- give a shout out to. Yeah, like, do you want to? Should we go back, Eddie? Do you want to mention some pedals or amps which you're a fan of? Come back to me. Right. <laughs> you can back in case. Well, I recently fell in love with another PV amp. So maybe, <laughs> maybe I should 
Yeah, I think I'm going to go with You're that. You're such a PV slut. Well, yeah, I am <laughs> these days, you know. It's, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so like the, the, the PV Classic series is just is just generally held in quite high regard. The, the whole PV Classic range is just just really good. You're getting a quality amp if you buy PV yeah, Classic. But um, then there are like, there are like, uh, sub-series within the PV Classic line um, and in, in again the 80s they did a series of, um, of 212 combos um, where they did the, the PV Classic the PV Classic VT and the PV Classic VTX and they were um, so the Classic is just like PV tube amp, like the, the like exactly what it says on the tip, the classic PV tube sound. Um, but then the VT series is it's like it's where it gets interesting because it's a you know like a hybrid between uh, solid state. Uh, which way around is it? Like solid state preamp and then the tube first. Um, yeah, the, the, the VT, and not the VTX, specifically the VT, is the slightly rarer variation. And then there's an even rarer variant on that, which is the PV Classic VT, but it's a 4x10 variant, um, which is, it's a, again, just a lovely tube amp, but it, it has like the nicest clean turn I've heard in a long time. Um, I was just super surprised with just just how good it holds up as like a pedal platform. So it's kind of like it, I just I just I really want one to just like have a go with like a clean slate, if you know what I mean. Because um, I've always kind of I've liked the idea of like my amp can serve like its purpose as just a pedal platform pretty well. Because if even if I don't use like if I take out the foot switch. Um, that bypasses all of the additional effects in it, like the the chorus, the vibrato, and the. Um, Do you use the foot switch much at all? No, because again, the effects are always on. Uh, sorry, the reverb was the last one I was looking for there. But if I bypass all of those, it's got quite nice cleans. You know what I mean? Not the cleanest cleans, but I don't need that in my current sound. But then, yeah, the the PV Classic VT. It's just like, I fell in love with the cleans when I heard them, and I'm just like, God, I would, I'd, I'd just love to own one, you know? Mm. And uh, yeah, I've talked enough about it. Go go listen to one. Uh, <laughs> try and find the shootout that I, I think he's called Johan Segborn, um, is a YouTuber. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, find the shootout that he did between the PV Classic VT and the VTX, PV Classic VTX, and the VT, just just wins it for me because the clean is just so much so much cleaner and brighter it's just lovely um i'm gonna like really i'm not even gonna go into depth but just mention a few vox avenue series out which is powered by um is it nanotube something like that mm. which is like the the really the much safer to run mm. the cheap to make um so they're quite cheap amps mm. But it might not look like tubes, but because but they're made out of part like parts of tubes. But the 
and it's not like solid state or, or digital or like that but yeah it's just it's it's a new technology and I reckon it'll be like in the in a few years, like one of the main things out there. And oh, that's I'm, I'm, I'm sure the the prices will skyrocket, but it means it can make really small amps, what can kick out like hundred watts, mm. and they just stay mm. uh, the great. One of them I can't remember the. Oh, actually no, I have it on my phone. Um, the MVX 150H by Vox. Mm. It's one of the, one of the high gain uh, heads. What they have. So it's a, one of Vox's first high gain amps. Looks but nice, doesn't it? That well, that one, beautiful, yeah, like blue little blue. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it has like four different channels on it, ranging from like normal clean to like mm. really high gain. Loads of tonal shaping on it and stuff. Mm-hmm. Two of the little brand makes what I, I've I like, but I don't think I'll get unless I have loads of money. <laughs> but uh, Matchless and Bulgara amps. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, the DC thirty. And stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, like, like, but the Bagheera as well, like, they, what I like about them is the amount of tonal shaping you can do on it. And, mm. uh, not so much model different amps, but it's like, I think they do something cool with the tubes where it has like different tubes in it and you can switch and stuff. Mm. Quite expensive. Then pedal wise, um, OCDs I like. Um, but again, I probably won't get one. Like, I, I've got what I want in my green run, I don't know, but. Yeah. Uh, I think they were the yeah, <laughs> um, but very like Queen of Stone as you said. So I think Josh Homme mm. uses him. Mm. I think um, uh, it was the other guy. Is it Tony? Tony, the other guy, jazz master guy. Oh the right, um, Troy. Troy, that's yeah. the one. Not tr- not Tony. I think he uses the Demon King. Actually, mm. I think. Like, but they they all use like tons of different oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. So it's like it's like a rotating door in it of like yeah. effects. Hmm. But uh, yeah, and then just some more like Old Blood Noise Endeavours, great company, quite small as well. Um, artwork on their pedals are just great, and like they have what, my two favourites, other than the reverbs and modulations they do, is they have the is it the Old Haunt or Haunt Fuzz, great mm. great sounding one. Yeah. And the where is it? Have it here. The Fault V Two, which is like a double distortion um, pedal or overdrive but it's got like a, a an EQ in it um, with sliders in the oh, middle right. and that can bring out like a proper crunchy sound mm. anything mm. to like mm. a very heavy like almost metally tone to like a really bluesy like crunchy wow. sort of sound but all mm. the shaping's just done yeah, well, in, yeah. in the pedal in its own EQ yeah mm. and then yeah I mean they used to be small but now they're quite big Earthworker devices Loads of great pedals, loads of really quirky pedals as well. Yeah, um, yeah just check did them out. Did you see their yeah. recent collab with Death by Audio? No. Did they released a pedal called Time Shadows? No. It was like for the for the new Reverb.com documentary on pedals. Mm. And I think there was a few different collabs. I think there was one with um, Chase Bliss and um, Zvex. Yeah. I think Chase Bliss used to work for Zvex. Like he he was the one who helped with uh, the lo-fi junkie, Joe uh, yeah. the uh, like lo-fi kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Which he then turned yeah. into his um, vinyl, warp kind of yeah. pedal that he had, and um, they did like a version of Bush Factory. Then equal Earthworker Devices and what do you call them? Death by Audio did a real cool collab called Time Shadows. It's like it's fucking awesome, like <laughs> delay and stuff. It's like fucking mad as fuck. 
But um, yeah. it's weird though. The Earthquake devices one sounds a bit like something that Death by Audio would do, and a Death by Audio size <laughs> sounds like some of the Earthquake devices would do. <laughs> yeah, but um, that they're, they're all they're all sold out. It was mm. like a limited run. But I mean, I could go really on cool. as well about that. But I mentioned it in the last episode that I heard T Rex. Uh, tape delay and mm. I do think T-Rex are underrated actually because mm. like mm. like I said also I have that like spring reverb pedal which is really good but they're good at making like quite like quite like old fashioned sort of sound but um, yeah it seems like T-Rex well. are kind of just known for like a few good pedals if you know mm. what I mean like the dirt like I might be completely wrong, but it's like I don't hear about them as often. No. Like maybe like they don't have such a range of pedals. Mm. As these uh, yeah, companies. I think the fun but, like, the ones that have a good. So it's like, mm. do you know but, what I mean? Um, the what? Sorry, they've got they've got a good range of pedals. From, I think from Denmark, right? Mostly, so I think there's yeah. quite a lot of bands. Yeah, it's like yeah. I don't I don't hear about them like as often as like some of these other like boutique companies. But like when I do, yeah. I, I do hear that it's a good pedal. Like I, I never hear, mm. yeah, people slating them or else. So. Mm. Um, anyone else with a Um So for an amp that I'd love, it's another Marshall. But I, I would love to have a Plexi. Super, uh, Plexi. Sheer magic. That I'd, I'd so love to use like a Bezamu, uh, Beza, <laughs> Meza Meza Boogie. Triple Rectifier. Can we call this episode Beza Moogie? Uh, yeah, Triple Rectifier. That's what was used on like Enema of the Ripple State. Rectifier. <laughs> There's a Moogie, Ripple Tractifier. <laughs> but, um, like, if you see a lot of the Blink Live stuff on the 1990 and that, he's using that amp. Mm. And he's actually using... Oh, in fact, yeah, I saw some old Blink footage yeah. and noticed the Bezamoogie. And he's actually using... Bezamoogie? <laughs> <laughs> and he's actually... Bezamoogie. He's actually using a Marshall JCM 900 as his clean. Right. Um, yeah. They're just really good. And pedal-wise, I don't really... I, like, I... I, I would like a reverb pedal, maybe, and, and and maybe like, like you know, kind of more like filter type pedals, you know, to play around in like my more experimental stuff. Sure. Does your does your um, your Marshall head not have a rever- a good oh, reverb on it? It does have reverb on yeah. it actually. You just don't but play I don't much know, with just it, like or? you know, for like combining, you know, a pedal with an amp or something. Sure. Yeah. Because yeah, it yeah. might have. Because, you know, some pedals might have a different kind of turn to the reverb on the amp, you know, mm. for example. Mm. Um, but uh, I don't know. I'd say that's it. Like, cool. pedal-wise, I'd just... I'd like to have a, a quite a variety to experiment with. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, there's no specific ones that I want as yeah. of now. Yeah, Just always happy to... Yeah. Yeah. Try new effects and I would and definitely like to try fuzz pedals out. Yeah. Because I am really played around with one mm-hmm. um and before we finish i just want to do a shameless plug it's a shameless plug shameless plug it's a shameless plug it's a shameless plug shameless plug of the week shameless plug of the week it's a shameless plug it's a shameless plug shameless plug of the week shameless plug of the week So, as I said in the last one, Unwide Society, my band were dropping the video for our debut single, Wall of Noise. It's a shameless plug. On YouTube, which is already out now. It's a shameless plug. And, um, so, um, 
Soundsphere did an article for it. Um, good so, friend. So, so Soundsphere magazine. <laughs> Sorry. My good friend. Um, well, uh, someone I like to consider a friend. Dom Smith did it for us. He's a great guy. Absolute living legend. Uh, yeah. And um, so on on the Tuesday of this week, we released the the single on all platforms: so Spotify, iTunes, Bandcamp, Google Play. So check it out. Unwide Society Wall of Noise. And as for today, we, we're broadcasting a live set that we recorded at Boom in, con- in conjunction with Save Our Venues because Boom, um, I mentioned this last week, but Boom, like many other venues, is at risk of permanent closure. So mm. this live stream event is to bring awareness to that. But we will be streaming it on our Facebook page at 8 o'clock today. So if you kind of like Green Day, rancid, blink kind of energetic type punk then this is where definitely the man for you so um get on our facebook page unwide society and we'll see you there if you're interested i'll see you there mate yeah i'll be there as well all right shall we wrap it up i've I've got i've got some amps and pedals now (laughs) (laughs) um so for amps i can't i can't typically like the vintage sort of like bass kind of style amps that kind of took they're, they're all kind of built for the bass but they kind of break really well on the guitar yeah so, so kind of like like, like, like yeah like yeah. the Ampeg V4 mm. the Fender Bassman um, the Trainer Bass Master like really cool like because they had like really good like transformers and stuff like that they were mm. just really built built to last and stuff and like obviously the Sun Model T which is kind of like where the, what the band Sun use all the time yeah. it's used in quite a lot of like metal and like grunge and stuff like that but it's just quite hefty like hefty like chunky amp that kind of sounds mm. massive and huge and stuff yeah oh, I love a huge sound and, and in terms of pedals like quite like I'll just lens mention Love Tone because no one has mentioned them but they're mm. kind of really cool like is sort of like like in boutique pedal pedal company that kind of just made all these like really funky like pedals and stuff from back mm. in the day mm-hmm. a lot of like filter actually- stuff one I forgot to mention TC Electronics. I do actually quite uh, like what they're yeah. um, My bassist Liddy has a TC Electronics flanger. Mm. It's really yard. I like about them as well. Sorry, but um, you can uh, if you get the app, you can use tone print and you can like yeah make yeah you can lift it yeah. Put it on. But yeah, sorry. <laughs> Keely as well. Like we're kind of um, oh yeah. They're quite early in the game as well in the modern game. And I think now nowadays, like Robert Keeley's like really like expanded his repertoire, and he's gone into loads of different types of delays and reverbs and flanging and stuff. Like I've recently released one called the Bubbletron, which is like old kind of like um, what's it called? Like not auto wah, but like filters kind of stuff, yeah. like stuff like Frank Zappa would have used and stuff like that. Like, yeah. but he's also released like uh, like a pedal that kind of replicates the old like shoegaze sounds and yeah. like that um, be- because you were saying about filter stuff maybe that's something I can look into because like I was saying I want more filter type oh yeah what you want to look at as well the Mook pedals oh, yeah, yeah, yeah they're yeah. pretty good even the drive pedal what they do is pretty good hmm. I think Mook do a rap clone don't they as well or like one that's kind of yeah, it's, yeah it sort of looks like, like a, a mini Moog or whatever like a, it's one of those smaller something like that right I thought that was a filter or something was it that no. I know what you mean, though. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure they do have like a rat clone. Yeah, are you on about Mua? Like that. 
Ah, uh, completely am, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, no, no, the Moog do have a pedal and it's shaped a bit like the... But then again, it's shaped like the um, synth. So. Right, yeah. But, yeah. You got any more? Uh, and Vintage Boss pedals. Oh, I, re- yeah. I really it, it, dig them. Yeah. Like the yeah. old school, like, main Japan ones. Or, like, anything with a two in it was pretty good, I think. Hmm. Like, the Boss PST was really good. It's like a pitch shifter, but it kind of has like rainbow machine sounds in it. Oh yeah, right. I've got one at home, but like the fucking the part in it is broke, so I can't <laughs> I can't uh, power it normally. Mm. But um, yeah, quite a lot of them are like highly sought after these days. They go for shitloads of money. Mm. Some of them are really good. All right, sweet, yeah, awesome. Well then, next week then, we we'll probably won't say part three, but we'll just talk about like. Guitars and stuff like that. Maybe even like string gauges. Stuff like that. We could even talk. Who knows? We'll see. Yeah. (laughs) Well, we'll see you next week. And thank you for listening again. Yeah, thanks for listening. And goodbye. Bye, all.